It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French, français. I have a question for you to start the show. Is it okay to not wear your wedding ring if you're married? And this question was posted on my Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. The result is fascinating. 59% of you said, no way. And 41% said, okay. And that's interesting because I thought the number of nowhere would be much higher, but apparently it's not. I'm kind of like, okay, it's whatever you like. I don't think at all time, you know, my father doesn't wear his wedding ring and they've been married 54 years and he's been a good man to my mom. So I don't judge on that, but I understand. Anyway, uh, if you have a question now about your relationship, just call me 855-905-8255. If you have a love story that you would like to share with me, just dial in. 855-905-8255. Abigail, bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Abigail. Welcome to the rendezvous. You have a love story you want to share? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a little simple thing that happened to me that, that yeah, with, <laughs> that made me uh, really happy. I want to hear it. Go ahead. So I have been with my boyfriend now for about a year, but when we first started dating, like the first two weeks of us dating, I was in this apartment, very small apartment, and my air conditioner had broken, and he kind of came over for the first time, and so, you know, I'm showing him around, and just, I, I casually mentioned in passing, you know, my air conditioner's broken, I'm sorry, it's sweltering in here, um, and so our next date, he showed up to pick me up with a mm-hmm. brand new air conditioning unit that he had just bought for me, which is, like, kind of expensive. Yes, it <laughs> and is. And he brought it in, he brought it in, he, like put it in the window by himself. He did the entire thing. And I just, I know it's simple, but it's like the practical caring for my actual needs, you know, and just showing up without asking. I would never have assumed he would do that. I think that's super sweet and super nice, by the way, and caring. Yeah. You're right. It's not, you know, cheap and air conditioning is not. So how did you feel? So if you had to define in your word the feeling when that happened? Uh, taken care of and seen just like it wasn't flowers it wasn't something you know just a random gift that it had meaning to it and it was something I really needed (laughs) so So listen you know why I'm so happy you called me and shared that story because we hear a lot of you know very romantic stories sometimes you know about flowers or about grand gesture and then you hear something like this which is I love my girl, I'm going to take care of her, and an air conditioning unit is maybe not something like a rose or a drawing or a song, but hey, when you need it, it's the most romantic thing you may have because that's what you need. Exactly. So Abigail, thank you so much for sharing that story and give him some credit. He deserves it. (laughs) I will. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome and have a good night. Bonsoir. You too. Bonsoir. Stay with me because I want to explain a little bit more about what I meant by there are some things that are maybe not pinky rosy but are extremely romantic. Let's talk about that next. What are the things that we can give each other that are not just plain romantic in the the surface? Like, I mean, obviously, red roses, flowers, plants, a ring, jewelry, um, wonderful bag. A lot of things are romantic in, in just in the core of them. And there is what Abigail just said, my last caller, when she said, you know, she, she was feeling hot and all this, and it gave her an air conditioning and, and everything else so that she could be feeling better and more comfortable, and she thought that was super romantic. And the point of this is to learn this lesson for all of us. Romance is not just a cliche. Romance is to care for your partner. So when you give something to your partner, 
from your heart. You always have to think, what if I was my partner? What would make my life better, happier, nicer? And that's the impulse of romance. I'm going to share a personal story of something that maybe you won't find romantic at first, but I thought and she thought it was very romantic. I'll explain to you why next. You're listening to The Rendezvous and I want to share a little story of mine. So about, let's say, 10 years ago, I dated this this woman who was really wonderful and lovely. And what happened? She called me from the highway. She was uh, on her way to an appointment for work. And one of her tire, you know, was was flat. And so what I did, because I have AAA, you know, AAA is this thing you can buy and they come help you on the road. I called AAA and I met her there and I drove all the way there to help her with AAA so that she could have a new tire replaced and all that. And I'm not very handy, so I needed the help from AAA anyway, to be honest. But, you know, I went right there and left everything I was doing to go help her on the highway. She told me that's one of the most romantic things any man has done for her. So being there for your partner, that's the lesson, is a very romantic thing. You call that next, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, just dial in, 855-905-8255. Bianca, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Bianca. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Okay, so I have a question. My husband and I have two young kids. We have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And so we are like in it between working and parenting. We really feel like we're losing our identities. And I love going to the theater. I used to, you know, love doing plays and taking acting classes. And my husband is you know, really like to play hockey with his buddies like twice a week. And we have just completely stopped doing those things because we're so exhausted sure. and we're just really struggling. So I need your help. Okay. Uh, first of all, I mean, I would say welcome to the club. I think every <laughs> every new parents uh, kind of have the same situation. And, and yeah. it's, you know, so that I don't want you to worry. It's just a phase. Uh, the right compromise, what would it be? So if you had to tell him, here's the right compromise, knowing the kids, knowing your situation, what do you think it is? I mean, I think we need to each get like one night a week where right. we get to leave the house and go do something for ourselves. Okay. So do you think you'll be okay with that? Do you think I, what you say makes sense? So do you think you'll be okay with that compromise? I think I would, you know, but mm-hmm. it's with my husband yes. to leave him, to put the kids to bed all by himself is not something that we've really done a lot before. Maybe you know, it's time to start. We to do it together, but yeah, I'm, we, I might have to put my foot down and say like, no, we need to make this happen. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. Do other people do that? Yes, of course. I mean, listen, there's a lot of also single dad who uh, put their kids to bed very nicely every night. So your husband has to learn. I think to, it's very important to keep the us, the couple, alive, having fun, and also the, you and him doing things that you need to do or you'll go cuckoo, you know. So yeah. I, don't want you, yeah, I don't want you to go cuckoo and implode. <laughs> so I think you should talk to him. And if he says, how am I going to put the kids to bed? Help him a couple of times, a couple of weeks. And then, first of all, it's, it's, you know, I have a goddaughter and also I'm a father figure to another one. But I just think that it's a lovely thing to do sometimes as a man also, put the kids to bed. And so I'm all for it. I think you help him out a little bit to get comfortable with it. And then there is sometimes he does go play hockey, you do your thing on your own. Sometimes you guys go together. But I agree with you. If you can do it once a week, it's great. Maybe even once every two weeks, it's a start. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yes, thank you. You're most welcome. Yeah. Thank you for your call. Good luck et bonsoir. Bonsoir. On a totally different note, you know how emojis are so confusing? I just got a Facebook message. Somebody needs my help to translate what a very specific emoji means. Stay with me. That's next. You know the good news is, if you have a question about your relationship, but you can't dial in for any reason, you can always send me a message. Just like send me on Facebook at The Rendezvous Show. Trisha, what is going on with that emoji crisis? All right, so this Facebook message comes from Nicole that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nicole. This is really, really embarrassing, but I sent my guy an ooh-la-la picture of myself for the first time, and his only response was a thumbs-up emoji. <laughs> we even talked not too long after, and he didn't even mention it. Does that mean he didn't like it? Should I ask him, or should I just never send a picture like that again? I'm mortified. Please help, Simon. Nicole, stay with me. I'm going to tell you exactly what's my advice next. So this is a kind of a situation, a dilemma. I've got Nicole who just sent me a message at the rendezvous show saying, Simon, I sent to my boyfriend a ooh-la-la risque pic, and his only reaction was one thumbs up. And she doesn't know what to feel about this or what to make of this because I think that if it was me, Nicole, and my girlfriend would send me a ooh-la-la risque picture, I would write beautiful, 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 and then the symbol of the flame, you know, for very uh, hot. That's what I would do, something like this, passion. But I'm a very passionate man. Now, I don't want you to judge your partner on emojis. I'm not really good at it. I'm confused. My producers, Dylan and Trisha, help me all the time. You know, we have to learn this. So give it a chance. Leave that alone. Uh, but don't send any more risky pictures. I don't think he's ready for that or he doesn't know how to react to this. You call the next 855-905-8255. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel from The Rendezvous. 855-905-8255. You have a question to ask me for your relationship. Bonjour, Teresa. Bonjour, Simon. I was calling to see if I could get some advice. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Um, I was curious because in this day and age, being single seems so difficult and everything's on an application, a dating app or something like that. And mm -hmm. to me, it just seems so impersonal. And I was wondering if there's a way to kind of maintain that like human to human interpersonal interaction with people when finding someone as opposed to like just shopping online for love. Do you know what I mean? So, so you want to know how to find somebody outside of the online dating or you want to know how to make it more personal with the online dating? I, I guess either, either one would be nice. <laughs> okay. So one of the key mistakes we all, all make when we online date is, in my opinion, go to too many dates. Basically, we schedule... Because, you know, every 30 minutes, like on happy hour time after work, people just, uh, you know, you meet one at, at six and you meet another one at seven and another one at nine. And it becomes like unbearable because I don't think our mind or our heart or our soul can constantly meet new people. So I would say just meet the one that you feel there's a little bit of connection. I know, mm -hmm. I know there's another school that said, you know, the more you meet, the more chance you get. I don't believe that. I think it's just changed the, the school to keep it really exciting. Otherwise, it becomes like supermarket shopping. You're right. And now, if you want to know where to meet people outside of online dating, 
my own thing is, you know, I play ping pong. So I would go to a ping pong place and that, there is women who play ping pong and we play ping pong. If you do bicycle, you go, you join a group of people who do, you know, bicycle and stuff like that. So whatever your thing is, instead of going to something romantic website, you go to an activity and you just meet people. And then you just either make new friends or even you may find love. But go by the activities, not just the romance website. Does it make sense? Yes, that makes all the sense. And it's easier when you meet also, just not to talk about every time you're that interview. So, you know, what do you do in life? Blah, blah, blah. This is so tiring after a while. Instead of just, you know, sharing a, a moment of sports and then start to get to each other after we've enjoyed, you know, jogging, uh, uh, bicycle or whatever. Okay? Okay. Like the old days. Let's go back to the <laughs> old days when there was no <laughs> online dating and you would have to approach a stranger to say hi and the stranger would have a spark or not when they saw you. So let's go back to that. <laughs> that sounds a lot nicer, to be honest with you. I, I, I agree. I, I'm in the same boat than you are, so I understand. <laughs> thank you, Teresa. Thank you so much for your question and good luck to you. That's most important. You, Fingers Simon. crossed. Anytime. Have a good night. Ooh, I just got an email and somebody's partner is in big, big trouble. We'll get to that next. If you have a major issue in your relationship and you need my help, but you can't call me, just send me an email at therendezvousshow.com. So, Trisha, what's going on with Jennifer's partner? All right, so Jennifer says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jennifer. My boyfriend and I lived together. Last night, he went out with his friends and he ended up staying out all night and didn't get home until after I left for work this morning. I haven't even seen him yet, and I'm furious about it because he didn't even have the decency to call me and tell me what's going on, and I still don't know. I'm wondering how to handle this appropriately when I actually do see him. Thanks, Simon. So, Jennifer, basically, if your partner goes out all night, doesn't go home, doesn't call you, what should you do? Stay with me. I'm going to tell you that next. What would you do if you're in a relationship, you guys live together, and last night, your partner went out with his friends, never got home until you left for work, didn't call you, gave you any explanation, and of course you're furious and you're wondering what to do, right? What would you do? So Jennifer, thanks for the email. Here's what I would do. I would ask questions about what's going on, but I would also listen very carefully with your intuition for any lies and red flags, because no matter what the explanation is, it's unacceptable, and I mean totally unacceptable when you're in a relationship, committed and living together, to go out all night, not call your partner, not show up, not go back at home. That's disrespectful. That's mean. That shows no respect and love for you. So you should also ask yourself, why would I want to stay with a guy who acts like this? Good luck to you, and I'm sorry that happened. Your calls are next, 855-905-8255. Call me if you have a question. Lindsay, bonjour. Bonjour. Hello. (laughs) Hey, what's going on, Lindsay? So I am in a situation where I've met a guy. I have a great connection. Uh Um, We've been seeing each other for almost a year. He's, you know, smart, successful. And when I say successful, extremely, extremely successful. And he checks all the boxes when it comes down to, like, being the right partner for me, mm-hmm. and I'm in my 40s, and I'm just really ready to settle down, 
And there's just something that's happened, you know, in our interim of dating that just makes me very, very insecure and not sure if I can trust him in the future. What he happened? He cheated on me. Well, he's cheated on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all fairness, we were taking a break in between mm-hmm. when this other person came into the picture. So I'm just nervous. I don't know if it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what to do. So... um when you say fits everything, you, are you madly in love with him? It's not even just love. It's like we talk for hours. We have common interests. We have, you know, like we could make a great couple. You know, it's kind of all of that. But, but you got, I understand, but I'm saying love because that's great with a friend. Do you, are you in your heart madly in love with him? Yes, I am. Okay. I am. And I think that's why I'm crying all the time and I'm always feeling... Like, I'm giving so much more than, than he is. Now we're talking. So basically, you give a lot more than he's giving of himself, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So he doesn't check all the boxes. Okay, so now that we know exactly what's going on, I'm going to ask you one final question. If you follow your intuition, Lindsay, if you dig in your intuition, do you think he's the right man for you? I think he's the right man for me. But I don't think he's in the right place right now. So he's not the right man for you right now. Mm. Am I right? So do I just stick around and wait? I mean, he's, no, you no, know. no, 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 no. You can never betray your intuition. Women have an intuition that is magic tool. It's your red flag. It protects you. So you don't wait yeah. for him. You live your life. You break up with him. And then if it starts again, it starts fresh. But you both have to go, I want him to miss you. I want him to not take you for granted. I want you to receive as much as you give. Or don't go into a relationship with somebody maybe successful, smart, and a great friend or great lover. That's why I went back to the love question. And that's the only Yeah, I guess you're matters. right. So, sorry oh, for the bad news. Thank you so much, though. I appreciate it. It's the truth. That's what I feel. Good luck to you. And my fingers crossed it will be better soon. More rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Thank you for spending your evening with me. You know, I got to tell you, as a talk show host, this job is my passion. Uh, My team, you know, they're my friends. We work together. We work hard to prepare the show. And we work for you. And so every time I see the phone lines on fire, every time I hear a new love story, every time I hear a question that I can help you with, it makes my nights better. So thank you so much for that. Also, I want to say, if you miss me during the day or if you miss the show or you want to hear my podcast, just go to therendezvousshow.com. Everything is there. And really, from me and all my team, thank you so much for being part of The Rendezvous tonight and every night. I'll be back tomorrow. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.